The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. A few reflections. This kind of kind awareness that was invited today. It, um, it's an invitation to welcome what is, what's arising in this moment, this moment of practice, this moment in our lives, without judgment, with compassion, and it can be onward leading to discernment, to wisdom. The ability to see what is leads to this kind of natural, organic, self-correcting process. And it's much easier to see what actually is if we're not blaming it, judging it or ourselves, or making other kinds of negative presumptions about our minds, our hearts, our practice. That kindness, that openness, actually opens our systems to a kind of intelligence. It unlocks the mindfulness, the awareness. And that kind of organic intelligence, Gill sometimes says this is a biological drive to awakening. A biological drive to awakening. It's a natural process. Wisdom in this way is most reliably cultivated through a kind of receptive embodied awareness. And as I mentioned, when there's some gentleness in the act of seeing itself. Otherwise, the judgments and the kalashas, the not so helpful and healthy parts of our minds, can start to take over. We can get aversion towards aversion, hate or hatred. We can get greed towards greed, or judgment towards greed, and delusion about our own not seeing, our own delusion. That's what happens when there's more kind of punitive attitude in the heart and mind. Whereas instead, practicing a kind awareness of the belongingness of everything, then wisdom, reciprocity, compassion, patience, those begin to be the dominant attitudes, flavors in the mind and heart. And when practicing kind awareness of this belongingness of everything, it also opens us up to being able to see this reciprocity, this dynamic, flowing interdependence of what's happening inside us and what's happening in our lives outside us. This interdependence, all of the different conditions in our lives can reveal themselves as interacting in interplay, constantly coming up, going away, influencing each other, rather than my story having to be the center of things. Or your story, 
this kind of seeing starts to reveal the nature of dharma, things as they are, the natural unfolding, the way the Buddha described it. Seeing the causes or conditions of my own foibles or flaws with kindness and compassion also begins to develop wisdom and compassion towards not only my own life process, but towards others as well, right? I start to see the conditions underneath rather than judging and blaming. The conditions underneath operate for other people too. And to begin to see through that lens So that's internally. Kind awareness is also onward leading externally in relationships. Friendliness towards experience brings us closer to wisdom and closer to maturity, closer to awakening. This friendliness towards experience can be towards what's happening and in the environment. Not that we have to like it, but just, oh, this is what is, okay, now this, all right. And it's a friendliness towards other people, other beings, other sentient beings. Not necessarily, again, having to like them, but extending the same kind of kind awareness we might extend towards our own experience. This creates a certain kind of ease in moving through life and relationships. This is a poem. This book of poems is based on the um, Terigata, the poems of the first awakened women. It's an interpretation. Genta writes, I was forever getting lost until one day the Buddha told me, to walk this path you will need seven friends, mindfulness, curiosity, courage, joy, calm, stillness, and perspective. For many years these friends and I have traveled together, sometimes wandering in circles, sometimes taking the long way around. There were days I thought I couldn't go on. It's scary to give all of yourself to just one thing. What if you don't make it? Oh, my heart, you don't have to go it alone. Train yourself to train just a little bit more gently. So this kind of attitude towards experience can also be an attitude towards life. Train yourself to train yourself a little bit more gently, kindly. And with discernment, this friendliness towards others, noticing of others as well as ourselves in these qualities I was just talking about, the courage, the mindfulness, the curiosity, the joy, 
noticing those begins to open the field of awareness up to spiritual friendship, kindness, connection, wherever we go. The Buddha had a cousin, much younger than him, but a close friend who was his attendant for many years, someone named Ananda. And they were close friends, these two men. And Ananda one day came to the Buddha and said, you know what I've discovered? Spiritual friendship is half half of the holy life, half of the spiritual life. And the Buddha listens and gently nods and very kindly says to Ananda, actually, Ananda, no, it's the whole of the holy life. It's the whole of the spiritual life. Spiritual friendship is that important. And the Buddha says this for a particular reason. First, it's making friends with ourselves. And it's making friends with people who have something in them with which we can admire, or finding the admirable qualities in the people who are already in our lives. So the mechanism of action by which friendship becomes the whole of the spiritual life, all of the spiritual life, is through discernment, who's healthy to be around and who's not, and also through admiration. Oh, these are qualities that inspire me in my own practice or in the practice of others. So those seven qualities I read out loud are one kind of set of qualities to consider looking for. You might know of others in your own heart or in the people around you. Whatever qualities they are, they should be qualities that inspire confidence and development. Confidence and development on the path of practice. Sometimes called the Noble Eightfold Path. Eight elements to the path. If you haven't heard these terms before, just let them wash over you. They're a wise view or wise attitude wise intention, speech and action, wise livelihood, effort and mindfulness, and wise stability or concentration. Any of those qualities can be nourished by what we admire in ourselves and admire in other practitioners or other mature, loving people around us. Even children can inspire some of these qualities. Curiosity, joy, interest. The point is that admiration and attending to kindness, compassion, and these other beautiful qualities help to feed them, nourish them, develop them in ourselves. And admiring and noticing them, appreciating them in others, helps to build healthy relationships. Appreciation and more joy in that way. In that way, it further develops us along the spiritual path and it further develops and inspires friends who might be on their paths. 
So, the invitation in the last couple of minutes here is to take a moment to tune into yourself again and consider first a quality or two that you admire in your spiritual friends and companions, either people here in this room who you don't really know who have been supporting your practice, or people in your life. Just consider one or two things that you find helpful, admirable, that you might like to emulate. And now, consider maybe one or two qualities that you appreciate in yourself, in your own practice. Even just the intention to do it is significant and should be appreciated. And appreciate that. Offer some goodness to that. So in closing, welcoming what is with kindness and compassion is onward leading in meditation practice and in life. This seeing what is can lead to this natural self-correcting process, this natural unfolding towards awakening. And it's further nourished by appreciating the good qualities in yourself, in others, and in both. Mitta writes, full of trust you left home to meditate and soon learned to walk the path, making yourself a friend to everyone and making everyone a friend. When the whole world is your friend, fear will find no place to find home. And when you make your mind your friend, you will know what trust really means. Listen, I have followed this path of friendship to its end, and I can say with absolute certainty, it will lead you home. So thank you for your kind attention. May the practice that we have done here together today be a cause and condition for further joy, friendliness, wisdom, and awakening in our own hearts and in all of the lives we touch today. May all beings everywhere be safe, 
happy and know the highest joy and peace of freedom. Thank you for your practice. And thank you for coming. <laughs>